You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. The second half of our UFC Fight Island 4 post-fight coverage is underway. I am Mike Heck. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have your questions, your thoughts, comments on tonight's event ready to go because we're going to get to a lot of them momentarily. But we have a very special guest joining us right now. The great Laura Sanko is joining us. And I appreciate this so much because it's probably way past your bedtime right now. You probably did the math wrong here as far as the time zones and the times go, but I appreciate this very much. I did. I was not thinking. And I was also, I think sometimes when it's not a pay-per-view, I expect it to end, whatever. My mind does this thing where it's like, oh, it'll be done at like 10 and then we'll be talking at 11. Not the case, but I'm here for it. I'm in my, I'm in my jammies. I threw a hat on and we're going, we're going to do this. Well, we appreciate it very much. Casey just like, just like me. I'm in my, uh, I'm very, I'm going, I'm going business yeah. casual today. Yeah. No sleeves, got the hat. You want to fix yeah. the hair? So we're here. <laughs> ah, man. Yeah. I've got my Red Sox hat just hanging <laughs> on the wall over there. But, but here we are, Laura, I'm glad you are here because we had a big night for the women's 135 pound division. It was capped off by Holly Holm, with a dominant performance, unanimous decision win over Irene Aldana. And as much as Holly Holm wanted to finish the fight, Aldana proved to be very tough, very yeah. gritty. But Holly Holm looked outstanding. What did you think of her performance tonight? She did. She looked like a, a very motivated Holly Holm, a, a renewed Holly Holm. And, and make no mistake, I mean, Irene Aldana is absolutely no joke. And she's got some of the best boxing, pure boxing uh, in the women's divisions, Irene Aldana does, and um, to to have for Holly to have that level of a performance and and to see the kind of disparity and I'm not going to say necessarily their ability levels, but their ability levels on this particular night um, there was a big just a big disparity. Irene couldn't figure out how to how to cut off the cage well enough to to find Holly and. Holly's just so good at them, and she's just she's so good at moving and finding you know her counters at just the right time. She always comes in with a great game plan. It was just it was a really impressive performance from her for sure. I've had you on what the heck a couple different times, and we and we've talked about fights before they happen, and you're very good at analyzing and looking for certain things. And it makes me think as these fights are going on, like how they're going to play out based on what you said, because yeah. it's etched in my mind. As you were looking at this fight heading in, maybe on Thursday or Friday, did it go the way you expected it to, or were you surprised by anything? No, I was surprised. I, I expected Irene to be a little bit more able to, again, cut the cage off. Um, you know, Holly, Holly's known for moving quite a bit. She's got a really strong lateral movement, and she's very good at kind of moving backwards or moving to the side and just creating this sort of funnel where she's constantly putting you where she wants you. And people know that going in, but I think it's probably difficult to find a training partner that can move to that extent because not many people do. And, and, and unless you train in an octagon, that's a really difficult thing to replicate. So I think more than anything, I think that the, the range was just really what gave Aldana issues tonight. And I was just, I was super impressed uh, to see Holly's grappling. I, I've never been one to be down on her grappling game. I mean, she she handled Megan Anderson. She, you know, she has shown that this is not something that she just ignores when she's training. You know, she's got the chops, but um, those takedowns look good, especially against someone who has such excellent takedown defense as Irene Aldana does. I was surprised because I thought one of the things we saw 
in the Raquel Pennington fight was Holly Holm used the clinch against the fence yeah. so well. So I thought we'd see a lot of that in this fight to try to slow Arena down. But, you know, Holly just used that kind of as a crutch. Like if she needed it, it was there. But I was surprised that Holly was was just willing to get in there and just and just trade with her. I thought that was going to be kind of a dangerous thing. I thought the clinch maybe get to the ground. But Arena has underrated is very underrated off of her back as well. And you saw like her takedown defense is usually really good, but Holly landed a takedown in every single round. I think she'd only been taken on twice in her UFC career yeah. and got taken down five times tonight. So that was an interesting factor to me in hindsight, Laura, was this a mistake booking this fight? Because Aldana, most people thought that she was ready for a title fight. Like she was already there. She was the top prospect in the division and to match her up with Holly Holm. Do you think it was kind of, I mean, it's hindsight is, is what it is. Do you think it was kind of a mistake to, to book these two? No, I think, um, I think it was the fight that needed to happen. I mean, I, I kind of see, I see the point and I see why some people would maybe say that, but I think, I think it was the fight that needed to happen. Um, and I think what really showed tonight was Betty. I was, I, this is what happens when you reach me at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Betty experience. Oh, yes. Holly. I combined the word veteran and Holly into Betty. Betty <laughs> <laughs> experience. Holly's veteranship shining through and just her ability to come in with the perfect game plan. And, um, execute it flawlessly. I mean, she's not, she's one of those fighters that she gets in there and she, it's like, she's just sort of a computer moving through a program. She knows exactly what she wants to do, where she wants to do it, how she wants to do it. And it makes it very difficult for a younger, less experienced fighter, um, to be able to make adjustments, uh, when they're in there. So I, I think it was the fight that needed to be made. Um, maybe Aldana's managers might feel like it was, uh, a mistake at this point, but I don't think it was a mistake for the division. Yeah. I, I mean, Jose made some points. I wonder like how much getting infected by COVID-19 may have affected her in the buildup to this fight. Cause it did get postponed. Who knew what yeah. happened if, if things went smoothly and they fought on August 10th, I believe that fight was supposed to happen. Yeah. Casey, I think the big question heading in and one of my major questions heading in was what happens if Holly Holm wins? Cause if, if Irina Aldana won, we already knew what the answer was. She's fighting Amanda Nunes once she drops back down to 135. So now that Holly Holm has won, has she answered the questions for you? Do you feel like Holly Holm has opened that door to make you think that, you know what, maybe she could get back to a title shot. It could be warranted. Maybe she could get the job done. Or do you just think like if she fights Amanda again, we're just going to see the same thing we saw the last time? I don't believe we're going to see the same thing. Um, I think every fight's different. Uh, I think Hollywood learned from that, learned from her, her loss against Nunes. Um, but I guess the more the bigger question is: Will the public is the public does the public want to see Nunes versus Home again? I think outside of a of a one punch knockout, one kick knockout within the first two rounds, I don't think that was happening. Like from from people who like from people who like really. From a technical standpoint, Holly had a great fight take. Just stuck to the game plan, mm -hmm. and and a lot of what we say as Holly as a as a criticism worked out to her advantage because I, I think back when Holly fought, say um, Valentina Shevchenko, she kind of got stuck in this almost like she was a robot. She kept doing this the same combination, the same kind of movements over and over. So you kind of you felt like you saw the same round over and over. Yeah. And, but for this fight, it worked to her advantage. She was just so consistent, kept kept circling, kept circling. And then every once in a while, go for a takedown, throw a little flurry. But she never really got out of that that general pattern. And it really worked for her because Aldana 
like I said, um, like, like you said, um, Laura just couldn't crack the code, I guess, and no. couldn't just, um, I, you know, actually, Laura, let me ask you, um, what does it feel like if you have a, you, you train for a big camp, you have, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. It's not working. How difficult is it to go to plan B? Well, I think I think a lot of that has to do with your experience level. I mean, I think the 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 further you are into your career, the more comfortable you are with Plan B and Plan C. And you might even plan have Plan D, E, and F, you know, in your back pocket if necessary. Um, and it's not I'm I'm not referring I'm not saying she's inexperienced, but just comparatively, especially when you add in all of Holly's boxing experience on top of it, which I do think plays a role. I, absolutely. Um, yeah. I just think I, I think it comes down to experience, and but mentally it can be an absolute mind f to go yeah. out there and have. You can say you don't have expectations about a fight, but you can't help but envision it going to a degree in a certain direction. And I'm going to be able to do this, and this is the combination I've been working on, and I'll close the distance, and I'll do this. And then when you go out there and you can't find her to land said combination and you can't and you try something else and you still can't find her and you, you try to you try to cut off the cage but geez she's still I you know I, I'm falling short right like she just could never um quite get in range in that boxing range where she likes to hang out Holly does such a good job of staying just outside of her kicking range and then she'll dart into her kicking range and kick at Orlando flurry and then be right back out. She, she will not hang out in Aldana's boxing range, not even for a minute, you know, not even for a few seconds. And that's just the intelligence of the camp she comes from and all of the experience that she brings in there with her. Yeah. It's a great performance from Holly Holm tonight. She gets the win in the first women's fight to headline an MMA event in Abu Dhabi. So little history <laughs> lesson for you as well. Uh, Carlos Philippe gets the win in the co-main event against Jorgen DeCastro. Kind of an interesting fight between those two guys. A lot of heat heading in, and yeah. and Carlos moves on. He wants to stay on Fight Island and fight Rafael Pessoa. That would be interesting to see if they can make that happen. But before that happened, another big fight at 135. Who had Jermaine Duran and me submitting <laughs> Juliana Pena and putting her to sleep in the third round? Who Not had me. that? <laughs> Not me. And I don't think anybody did purposely. So, Laura. What yeah, was your was reaction awesome. to that ending? <laughs> it was just awesome. I mean, um, listen, Jermaine, another woman that has just so much experience behind her and such beautiful, crisp technique. And it was funny. I thought she said she sounded or she said she felt sloppy out there. I certainly didn't see anything that was sloppy. But um, clearly, you know, she has been honing her her ground game. I think before she fought Amanda Nunez, she dug down deep and really she wrestled and she grinded and she really, really worked on her jujitsu. Of course, she's been working on it the entire time. She's been a mixed martial artist, but I think the preparation for the Nunes fight really built that base that carried her into this type of victory. And it was, it was really cool to see because I mean, she, when Pena had her, um, pinned up against the fence a little bit, you could see, uh, Durandamy, shove her head just just enough to pop that uh guillotine underneath and then immediately go you know elbow high with it that's not blue belt stuff you know that's that's decently like she's she knows what she's doing she'll she'll t she'll snatch some necks so i i was i was happy for her. that's awesome to see 
kind of a crushing one for Juliana Pena too, because yeah. she lost the first round. She got dropped. Wins, wins the second round. Was winning the third round up until that point, more than likely. Yeah. And then she gets put to sleep like that. So, crushing one because, especially knowing with with what happened in the main event, had Juliana Pena won a decision, she would be the front runner to fight Amanda Nunes next. So now we have no one to fight Amanda at 135 <laughs> at this point, unless you. And I think the matchup you make is you just run it back between GDR and Holly Holm from that yeah. and sort of out. crazy fight before. Yep. Agree. I think that's that kind of now we all know that the fights that get made don't always make sense. And a lot of it has to do now with schedules and, and COVID issues and people falling out and things like that. But that is the fight to make. And, um, you know, to your point earlier, Casey, I don't. I don't like that I have this like wah, wah feeling and I wish I didn't, <laughs> but if I'm being honest, I do because I do. I feel like that. I feel like that division needs like some, some strong, fresh blood and the freshest blood that we saw kind of got, you know, squelched a little bit tonight, but veteran moves, man. I mean, that's what, that's what, uh, that's what this fight is all about or what this game is all about. And as a, uh, as a mid to late 30 something, mixed martial artist myself there's part of me that's like respecting the uh the 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 the, the old ladies <laughs> the holding old lady. it down <laughs> those, old, those old ladies yeah well congrats to the old ladies for yes. getting some wins tonight excellent work it was a fun card overall uh the bonuses went to let me just pull them up real quick because i forgot them uh luigi uh Vendermini got one for the first fight of the night, Dusko Todorovic looked awesome. Yeah, Great it. win for him. He's a savage. Kyler Phillips gets a bonus, and then Jermaine yeah. Duranemi gets a bonus for her submission, which is no surprise. And we were talking about this earlier. If Jermaine Duranemi didn't get a performance bonus for that performance, yeah. she's never getting yeah. one ever again. So <laughs> congratulations to all those bonus winners. No fight of the night, although if there was one, it probably would have been Charles Jordan versus Josh Koulibaly. That was a fun fight. So you know what? It's late. Let's just go to the peeps. Let's go to the peeps. Let's see what the peeps have right. to say. Ooh, ooh, that's a wrong one. <laughs> Old question. That was last That was last, <laughs> that was last week. Hi, Esther. Oh, one sec. Ooh, my face is too Esther big. Hold on. Lynn. Why is my face so big? <laughs> Let me do it. Up. I don't hate it. It's all right. Oh. I'll take big face, Casey. Big face, such Casey. A, such a sweetheart. Big, big facey. <laughs> all right. Let's go. hit the questions. Hit the questions. Hold on. Do, do, uh, no, a lot of people ask you to marry you, Dora. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> do, 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 uh, sorry, one question, one moment. You're good. You're gonna have to tell me what kind of software you use to do this <laughs> magic sorcery that you're doing right now. I'm very impressed. I still have no idea. Uh, do, do, do. There you go. The GDR and home rematch is going to happen. Opinions on that fight. So, Laura, should they, should the UFC pair these two ladies up maybe early 2021? Who would you favor? How would you see that fight sort of playing out from an X's and O's perspective? Oh, man. Yes, I think it's the fight to make. Um, I think it makes a lot of sense given what we saw tonight. Ooh. I know. That is a I know. great. It's... That is a great question because I do think it would look different than the first one. But in what way, though? What way? Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. If if I if I had to if I had to go on a limb, I my gut tells me that Jermaine has 
made greater evolutions in her game. Not that Holly hasn't evolved, but I think Holly had a lot of skill sets that we just weren't seeing. But I think Jermaine has really made some 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 levels up in her in her ground game in particular. I think it would look like a very different fight. I really do. I'm not saying that it would be a different outcome. I just think that the way that things would play out, I think we'd see a lot more grappling. Um, and man, I don't know who I would take in that fight if if push came to shove, if you have to ask me right now. I might take Jermaine. It is a totally different fight too, because if they if they were to book it, it would be like a planned fight that was like you know normal normal fight camp for the most part, at least as normal as it can be during yeah. a pandemic. You know, eight nine ten week camp. We knew about this fight for a while, and then it got extended even longer. The first fight just was put together like, oh man, we can't cancel a second pay per view in a row. We're going yeah. to Brooklyn. We got to put something together. Let's just put these two women and introduce a title. Yeah, and I don't, you know, it's a funny thing. I don't know. I wonder if either of them is a is a feels like a different fighter at 35 versus 45. I tend to think probably not, especially if you're taking on the same opponent. But it's it's surprising to me how differently some people fight given uh, given the weight class that they're in. Some of those fighters that kind of vacillate between the two, you'll see them be different. And sometimes I think the higher weight class favors a more active fight just my two cents yeah and without a title on the line but knowing that you need a really impressive performance to get back to a title shot it could be a much more exciting fight this time around a little more a little more of a sense of urgency casey how casey what do you think buddy when if they ran this back how would this play out well, all week I was complaining that this fight should have already been booked as the main event tonight. That should have been already the fight to happen. But now we have a little more anticipation for it. So I'll, I'll give the UFC matchmakers credit on that one. <laughs> but um, I'm still picking Holly. Um, I thought Holly won the first one, even with the um, very controversial strikes. I still actually had Holly winning that first fight. And... Um, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick Holly in the rematch too, especially if she has that sort of um, game plan, and it's in the it's in the big the big octagon, not the uh, the, mm-hmm. the the uh, the, ape, the the small octagon. I think that that's would, a good point, Casey. I didn't think about that. I think that that would make a very big difference. Yeah. and and I I didn't want to chime in earlier, but um, I felt I'm not saying Aldana would have won the fight, but I think it is a more competitive fight if Home versus Aldana was in Vegas at the, in the small cage. I just think it's That's more com, more competitive. That, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Aldana wins, but it's, I think it's a different fight. Man, standing standing in the two different cages, it is a massive difference. Yeah. Massive. I don't think people – it's really difficult to appreciate on television how much smaller the 25-foot cage is. It is massively different. And especially when I think about – I know that's not what we're talking about right now, but some of the light heavyweights and heavyweights that are like six, five plus, And they're, you know, I, I think I did them. I can't remember who it was fighting, but I remember I did the math and you put their wingspan together and they were just four inches shy. They could of, touch each other pretty much in the middle. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's so that's crazy. Crazy. The, the surface area that just a five foot diameter change makes is humongous. Yeah. And oh, I, I, I think I think Holly. I'm sorry. I'm seeing Gato in the small cage. Somebody, <laughs> maybe him and Steve in the small cage when they finally fight. Yeah. Nowhere to go. Swinging them bolos. Absolutely. 
All right. Thank you, Sandy. Thank Long you. time commenter. Yeah. Crazy people watching the show at 224 Eastern Standard Time. Appreciate <laughs> it. What else do we got? <laughs> do, do, do. Um, actually, another, another question from Sandy. And I think this is all we need to talk about in the co-main event. Thoughts on the refing. Thoughts on the refing. Yes. I loved it. I loved it, too. <laughs> Me, too. I thought it was great. I didn't. I did not mind it one bit. And remember, everybody, for those I didn't see a lot of people complaining about it, but I did see some people complaining about it. The reason that this all started is because both of these gentlemen were putting their fingers in the cage. Yeah. So the referee was like warning them, gave them a couple warnings, especially you're going to cast her early on. And then the separations just started to come. He's like, you know what? We're not we're not going to risk any fingers in the cage whatsoever. Anytime there's stalling against yeah. the fence, we're just separating them. And I loved it. I loved it. And except the third round, because Yorga just kept pushing him back up against the yeah. cage. So it didn't really make a difference. We just, it was just clinch, separate, clinch, separate over and over again throughout the final five minutes of the fight. But it definitely made things more interesting, did it not? No, I thought it was, I thought it was smart. And I think that the, I think the ref was really on top of the fact that it was not, it was, it was, it was not, it was not Jorgen pinning him on the cage uh, with any intent to go for a takedown or an intent to, you know, it was pretty clear that they were both really, really tired and it was, it was a hundred percent a stall rest tactic. The ref was all over it and I did not mind it one bit. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. There's no messing around tonight. No, I think it was the same ref, like throughout, like there were some, there was one, there was one earlier fight, Casey. Do you remember what it was? It was during the prelims where there was like a questionable separation or a questionable stand-up. Do you remember which fight that was? That there was, was one that, that was, was like really weird and, and made ago. no sense. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what it was. And I'm normally, I'm normally not a right. fan of the ref inserting himself. I'm really normally not on the side of that, especially when they're in grappling exchanges. That I'm not a big fan of that at all. If they are horizontal on the mat, I don't like it. But I was, I was, I was all about it tonight. I completely changed my mind. <laughs> uh, I want to say it was the Jordan, the Jordan Williams, Nasruddin, Imovov fight, where there is some. I don't know if they're up against a cage or there's a takedown, and the ref like stood them up in like five seconds. I want to say it was that fight. I could be wrong, but we'll move, we'll move ahead, we'll move ahead, because that was like you said, it was hours and hours yeah. ago. Anyone else stoked Condit finally got back in the win column? How could you not yes. be stoked? Yes. What did you think? Did you watch that fight, Laura? I did not get to see that oh. fight, but I but I will tell you that as soon as I broke free of my other obligations, that was the first fight that I went and at least checked on the results. And I was I did see that uh, Quartz Nose took a trip um, out west. Yeah. And uh, I saw that Carlos got his hand raised. But other than that, I'm going to watch. That's that's on my list of things to watch first thing tomorrow morning. I only caught the main card tonight. Sorry. Ah, that's OK. Yeah. Kondo looked good. Dropped court in the end of the first round. Like right nice. as the horn sounded. It, so it, the first, oh. in the first round I, at that point, I thought it was almost a 10 10. They were kind of and then in the last two seconds, it was just well, I don't I don't want to ruin. The, I don't want, it's not a spoiler. Well, you know, you know, <laughs> one the fight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it was just exciting. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, there's Carl. That's the natural born killer. I know that guy. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's so nice. It's so nice when these veterans come back and you see the glimpse of like what you remember they were in their heyday versus not seeing that, which is like heartbreaking, right? And I don't mean to pick on him because I 
I love Diego Sanchez. I actually, I love all his quirkiness and his goofiness and all of the stuff that, but I miss being like, yeah, Diego Sanchez is fighting. There's going to be blood and like violence. And, you know, it it makes me, it, it hurts my heart a little bit. So it makes me very happy to hear that I will get to see the, uh, the natural born killer. So what do you do from here, Laura? I mean, you still have to watch the fight, but you know, what's your gut telling you? Because the, 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 the favorites in terms of future matchmaking for the natural born killer is a lot of Nick Diaz and oh, a lot yes. of Matt Brown. Those are the two top Ooh. options. If, if you're the matchmaker here, wh- where are we going with this? Oh, Matt One Brown. of the two or you get somebody else? You go Matt? Matt? I think you go Matt Brown. Cause I think that, I think that, uh, Nick Diaz is going to be, did you say Nate or Nick? What? I can't ever Nick. remember which Nick. Okay. Um, he he's going to have a higher profile fight than that. It would be cool to see kind of like a throwback fight for sure, but Matt Brown would be enough of a throwback fight. Those two guys are how, violence written all over it. I would love that fight for sure. Yeah, Matt Brown called for it as soon as the fight was over. He said, as soon as I heal up, let's do it. Carlos Khan had said, make sure you wrap him in bubble wrap or something like that. Oh. And something like that. So uh, a little gamesmanship. I like it. Can I, I, like can, it can I toss a name out there? Oh, Carlos Condit rematch with Tyron Woodley. Oh, I wouldn't hate that one either. I actually think that's a pretty good piece of business right there. And if you remember, if you, if you actually go back and watch that fight, you remember in the second round when, before Carlos blew his knee out, he actually blew his knee out. I think, how did he blow his knee out? Was it stuffing? A t- I think he was actually stuffing a takedown. That's when he actually blew his knee out. And then he got it really blown out when he took a leg kick. But... Tyron won that first round of wrestling. In the second round, Tyron was getting tired. Carlos was winning that second round, of course, until he wasn't winning. There was knee blew out. So I think there's some I think there's some unanswered questions in there. And um I think uh you know Carlos will bring that fight out of Tyron. But I like that. I like that a lot. I think I think Tyron needs a fight where um the little, a little bit of the pressure is off. And I think just even easing a little bit of the pressure is going to allow him to go out there and let his hands go, let, let the fight go. Cause we all know what he's capable of, right? Like it's not, it's not gone. It's just, I think maybe the, the, all these big fights and everything that is riding on them is, is making him be a little bit too calculated, overly cautious, you know, and not, just get out there fighting like you used to. I, I like that. I support that, Casey. <laughs> it's thinking. I like that idea, too. Laura, it's thinking. It sounds, it sounds silly to say this out loud, but it's thinking like the worst thing to do in a fight. <laughs> I, You know, I think it depends on who you are. Maybe, okay. um, for me, it was, yes, because um, I just I never got enough enough fights under my belt to be at a point where I could make where I could like have my own conversation going on in my head. I needed to fight on instinct, which is, which, you know, and then you have to train, like, basically, I think when, when you're still fighting on instinct, you've got to train reps, reps, reps. Mm-hmm. Like you have to ingrain those combinations, those moves, those, um, those defenses so often that you don't have to think about them. And then once you get to the point where you can fight successfully without thinking, then you can start reintroducing thought, right? So like, James Krause is the first person to hops into my mind because he's, you know, part of our team. Well, the captain of our team, obviously. He's thinking all the time out there in the middle of, you know, battle. He's an incredibly 
cerebral fighter, constantly making adjustments. I mean, I think Jorge Masvidal is another guy who, I mean, he's thinking as he is delivering that violence. Um, so I think it depends on where you are in your career. But um, for me, I, I, I needed to just be able to go out there and, and make it a fight and make it instinctual. Looks like James Krause is heading to, uh, to yes. Abu Dhabi. He's yes. taken to social media and said, short notice, you know who to call. And looks like he's going to Abu Dhabi. For, uh, yeah, it's, cra- it's, for it's funny, too, because that's not an easy short notice fight to take, given the travel. Like, I did not have an appreciation for – I've been on long flights before. We've done cards in Singapore and stuff. I didn't have an appreciation for – the brutality of the time change and having to fight or in my case, do a show in the middle of the night that completely messes everything up because you're either like, okay, I'm going to stay on us time so that I can be somewhat awake when we're having the shows or you're like, no, I'll just, I'll adjust to Abu Dhabi time and do my best and whatever the show, you know, it's one night I can, I can pull an all nighter. I think everybody gets caught in this weird limbo in between and no one is sleeping well and you're no one is eating at the normal time. And it's like harder to cut weight. It's just, it's, I can't describe to you how the first time I was out there, I never settled in and I wasn't right for probably a week when I got home. It messed me up. So wow. Yeah. That long, huh? Yes. Are you going back out during this trip at all or are you staying? I am. Staying yeah. Right I I leave Wednesday. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So you're just mentally preparing. Yes. Yeah, and you could stay up late and do this post-fight show as you're getting ready to to turn that clock around to, See, to Abu Dhabi. You guys are helping time. me. Yeah. You guys See? are helping me acclimate. Thank you. You're there welcome. You Jeez. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> See? All right. Yes, yeah, so the, the answer to your question, uh, Bogotas, is I think everybody's happy that Carlos Condon's back yeah. in the win column. It's been five years, so good on him to – to keep plugging away and have a great performance tonight. So good on him. Any, any other questions, Casey? Uh, yes. Um, I'm waiting for the Hamza Chimaev questions. Oh, to get him I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to pick the questions about tonight's fights. We're getting a lot of just, you know, yeah. John Jones type stuff, yeah. but I want to talk, let's talk about tonight. <laughs> Maddie K Aldana versus Pena. I think that's perfect. Yeah. Sets it up. Yeah. I mean, winners versus the winners, losers versus losers. Makes perfect sense. It makes sense. sense to me. Yeah. But Pena said she's ready. Pena took said that she's got suspended for two weeks and wants to get right back in there. I don't know if Aldana's gonna be able to get right back in there, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, if you can, that that's probably a good fight to make. But if you need a 35er and Pena's ready to go, then she might just slide in there. I don't, I don't think she could be really picky at this point after, after tonight. But I'm sure she wants to fight somebody that can get her close to that title shot. She's obviously got to pick up a couple more wins now. But I like that fight if they could do it and Pena's willing to wait i'm cool with that one uh um you didn't see we didn't you didn't see the jordan fight right laura i didn't i didn't but you guys can still talk about it and i okay. can listen <laughs> how did jordan get a 30 27 from a judge i have no idea i have no idea because he clearly lost that first round yeah the first dropped. round was yeah the first round was clearly he lost yeah so i yeah i I don't know how to answer that, uh, Javon. <laughs> I, I mean, crazy, it's, Javon. They crazy. <laughs> they crazy. Between between one judge scoring at thirty twenty seven, and then the fight being called a split draw, totally. 
It was a little well, yeah, wait, How was it a split draw? Was, was someone get a 10-8 or is there a 10-10? What do you remember? Yeah, so one one judge gave the first two rounds to Kulabau and then gave Jordan a 10-8 in the third. Mm. So really? Yeah. So it was 30-27 Jordan, which is mind-boggling. And then 29-28 for Kulabau and then a 28-28. Huh. Wild. What a mess. Made no sense. Like, none of it makes sense. But Charles Jordan did take to Twitter and said that he talked to Dana White and Dana's paying him his win bonus. So I assume Kulabau is getting the same thing. That's so there great. you go. That's so good everybody news. wins. Do, what do you like guys, when that happens? I'm just going to insert my own question here. Yeah. Sorry yeah. to <laughs> capture your show. Um, what do you guys think of the open scoring? Have you watched any of the Invicta shows where they've had it? Casey, I'll let you take this one away. This is music to your ears. I absolutely love open scoring. You do? I love it. Um, I just think it's I think it's ridiculous for a fighter not to know the score of the score of the fight. I just think. Yeah. I just I just think it's I, I just yeah. It, it might not change the, the entertainment factor of the card. It might not change yeah. who's gonna like, who's gonna win the card or not gonna win or the fight itself. But I just think when you go in that third round. You should know if I have to knock this person out or I have to finish yeah. him. You just you should because yeah. it's two different strategies to me. Like it's like if you're, if you're playing a basketball game, you want to know if you're down by two points or three points. Do I got to shoot a two or I got to shoot a three? Everything changes yeah. depending on that. So that's I my completely that's my long story. I completely <laughs> agree. No, I completely agree. And I I was shouting it from the rooftops and still sort of am. But I will tell you after calling the last Invicta card that had open scoring, I kind of am like, I went from being like, yes, to kind of be like, oh, I can see some drawbacks. Tell, and me, tell me the drawbacks. Tell me the drawbacks. It had mostly to do with just feeling anticlimactic sometimes in that last round. And maybe more so, maybe more so in women's fights because there's less of a potential for a knockout. And it feels it felt at times like oh well we know who's gonna win and even when they go to announce the winner we're like well we already know who won <laughs> you know but i'm sorry no 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 go ahead but i feel like we do but we do the hand we do the hand raise all the time after knockouts and submissions it's yeah not like, it's like it's, we still go through the motions even though oh that guy got knocked out but who's gonna win the fight you know you know what i mean like we yeah. still do the ceremony the hand raise and stuff like that so we we go I through totally all this mo that. we go through these motions all the time um, I think I didn't, I think I didn't appreciate how much, and this is, this is maybe, <laughs> this maybe shows my own character. I don't think I appreciate how much I like wait with bated breath when it's a decision to see if someone's going to get screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I want them to, but it happens so frequently that, that like, even with, even when in fights where you're like, well, for sure, so-and-so won, for sure, there's no way. We've had enough fights where, where you've gone away going, what? There's no way that guy won. And I'm not saying that that is, that's not a great reason to not have it. But I think I didn't appreciate how much I kind of enjoy that. Like, oh, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Um, so if there would be a way to like, where the fighters knew, and, but maybe we'd, the audience did i don't know i don't know i just i haven't thought about it enough i just kind of went I from have. like really excited about it to be <laughs> like eh, slightly less excited about it i feel like they're for the tv presentation 
um, for how Invicta. I, I mean, I thumbs up Invicta for being the first major promotion to really um, oh, embrace right. open scoring. But I feel they need to um, maybe take another step as far as the the entertainment factor of that score. Cause, yes, and maybe like so. Maybe so. Maybe like as soon as the round ends. There needs yes. to be some sort of like, okay, and the winner of that round is yes. boom, and boom, we have talked boom. And about then you that. go, and then you go, whoa, I can't believe that person won that round. It's like, oh, this changes everything. Yeah. So maybe I think that's the kind of, you, you, you have to, you, you can't, you can't direct this. You can't present the, sh- the show on TV in the same way if you're not, if you have open scoring. The graphics have to change the, the way the direct, way um, it's directed yeah. has to change a bit. I feel like that's a workaround. But I totally get what you're saying, but I would rather people know the score versus a little yeah. entertainment just to go, yeah. like, Ooh, but I get it. No, but you're, you're right about presenting it because it's it's been clunky um, the few times that um, I've attempted to do it because it the way it's displayed – I, I almost need, I almost honestly, I'm, and this is just me, you know, I, I'm not good at doing the round by round math and like automatically knowing, okay, that means that if this person does this and this person gets attained, there could be a draw, but then there also could this be like, I'm just, while talking about a fight, I'm not good at doing that math. So I almost need someone in the truck to like explain to me, <laughs> mm-hmm. obviously the first round I can figure out who won the round <laughs> and obviously- yeah. I'm not that dumb, but like <laughs> while while calling a fight, it gets a little bit complicated to think about any given possible outcome. Um, so I, I do think that we could do a better job of like like you say, kind of enjoying the moment of like, oh man, that 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 ties it up. That makes this third round super important. You know, who's going to go for broke here or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But um, it's definitely different. And we had, I'm totally gonna tell a secret right now. <laughs> whisper it uh we had we had a judge change their score which really so if you watch the last that's that that okay yeah yeah, sorry it's a problema problema. um if you watch the last uh show there's a point where i just sound like i'm having a stroke (laughs) trying to talk about the store about the scores because and like i can't make words come out of my mouth intelligently um and it was because it wasn't computing mm. based on what had, but I guess some there, and it wasn't someone being shady. There was an error that was made, but anyway, it, it's very confusing. And we've talked about this way too long. I'm sorry. Oh no, I I could talk hours Kate, about open scoring. Yeah, Kate's gonna do a whole show about <laughs> open scoring. He loves it. I, d- I I like it. I, I was excited for it. I'm I'm kind of where you are, Laura. Yeah. Where I was like, oh, this is so cool, and then it's just kind of like, eh. I just don't like I don't like how it's like the, just. The cell phone thing? I don't like the cell phone. Yeah. That's, but that's just, that's, that's infected. Yeah. That's, you know, we don't have a big giant. Yeah, you don't have the jumbotron or anything like that. No. But it's just, we're I don't a, know. We're in a maybe, church. Maybe get yeah. standing. Maybe, you know, maybe get an iPad. How about, yeah. we, how about we boost it up and do a little iPad? I'm just like, yeah. I'm, and I have pretty good sight, but I'm still like, oh, I can't see the top score sometimes. Oh, yeah. How about this? Uh-oh. You know, we have no crowds anymore because of the pandemic. But we have these amazingly tan- talented ring card girls and ring card boys. So instead of showing the non-existent Ooh. crowd the ring, what round it is, let's have them walk around with the score. Oh, I like that. That's a great idea. You've Look been thinking you about solving this problems. a lot, Casey. <laughs> Just saying. They could even Vanna White it and, like, flip the Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, so, so every round, it's like a, it's like a show. It's like, oh, yeah. my God, I can't wait to find out who won that round. 
I like that. I'm idea. just saying. Casey, <laughs> you should be the open scoring commissioner. Ah. Like you just make all the rules and you lay it out and you make it happen. Because I You're think have to if move there's the anybody you can make. <laughs> yes. We can hang out yes. more. I'll, I'll come up and train at Glory. You can beat me up. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> there hey. we go. Well, that would not happen, but okay. Oh, no. I'm, I've, I'm a wimp. I've seen you train. Yeah, be quiet. <laughs> all right, we're good. <laughs> You see me? We got, uh, no, okay, we'll talk. We'll talk about the actual fights that happened. Okay. <laughs> yes. Let's get a let's get a couple more in there. All right, what we got? We'll let Laura go to sleep. Oh yeah. You do. Oh, hey! Someone said that's the that's the best idea in anime history. I like this. I like this commenter. There you go. <laughs> Who knew? We just needed twenty minutes of open scoring talk to to make everybody yeah. smile. My cat could be an amazing Agree. <laughs> oh, sorry, I clicked the wrong. That was the wrong one. I shouldn't have clicked that. that was... Especially for the open scoring. <laughs> yeah. We solved it. Can I wear, like, a suit? You and Elias Theodoro. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Like, the guy with, with flowing hair and, and abs against the, the guy yin, with no the hair. Yin to your and yang. No abs. <laughs> yeah, all right. There you go. Opposites. That, that would be, that'd be hilarious. Variety is the spice of life. Don't worry but, about it. Yes, thank you, John. I'm going to start doing more push-ups. Let me see if you got any questions. Oh, here, here we got one. A good one? Oops. There we go. Oh, it's too big. Can you see it? Yeah. There you go. Where does Jin Yu Frey go from here? She has lost two in a row. Should there be a 105 women's atomweight division? I think we've talked yes. about this before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wax poetic, Laura. 105 <laughs> in the UFC. I I will. I'm telling you, I, I'm not. I don't understand. Well, I understand the hesitancy. The hesitancy is, I know that they they struggle to keep all of the women's divisions. Um, maybe not so much flyweight or strawweight anymore, but even bantamweight now is a little light. They they have a much harder time just keeping a nice flow of fresh new faces and new blood in all of the women's divisions. I think there are solutions to that, but regardless, that is the problem that the UFC um, feels that they have. And I think that they, in their mind, see the atom weights as, an, as a potentially less exciting featherweight problem. But I would argue that it's not because I'm telling you, if you want to capture Asia, there are a gazillion atom weight fighters in China and Japan. I mean, they're tend to be smaller women over there. And there are plenty of atomweight fighters here in the United States um, that are fighting up at straw weight that shouldn't be fighting at straw weight that would be much better at atom weight. And Loma, I mean, Loma look with me, Jinyu Fry, uh, Jessica Penne, Michelle Waterson, Laura Sanko. <laughs> uh, there, there are, there is a lot of talent at atom weight. And argue, I would argue that there's more talent at atom weight than at featherweight um, just in general, I think it would be easier to keep that pipeline open. And I think it would be a very fun, it's like the women's flyweight division, you know what I mean? Like, and no, you're not going to ne necessarily get big, huge knockouts, but you're going to get really fun scrambles. And there's a decent number of finishes at Adam Way. You'd be surprised. I can't remember because I looked up the statistic one time because I wanted to have this argument with someone. But it was on par with the other women's divisions. It wasn't like some outlier where it's like, oh, you're never going to have a finish if you introduce Adam Way. That's, that's not the case at all. Yeah. Michelle Waterson, she she made her name off being an yeah. Adam Weight. 
And she was, like, knocking ladies' heads off and fighting terrific fights. And even the fight that she lost her Adam White title to was a finish against um, uh, uh, Herica Tiburcio. And, like, um, I don't know if you remember that fight. It's a few years now. But um, it was amazing. Michelle Watterson versus Jessica Penney for the Adam White title is one of my favorite fights ever. 105 pounds. Iconic. Iconic fight. Thank you. Um, uh, absolutely, there should be an atom weight division. Absolutely. You're making me. You're making me um, have all these like warm, fuzzy Invicta <laughs> memories of when Esther used to be around all the time, and you were around all mm-hmm. the time. I was at your. I was at your fight. What's that? I was at your first fight. I know. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember you, yeah. you, you, you were when I won. When you won, you were He screamed. It was so cute. <laughs> sound like a little kid. <laughs> That's what it sounded like. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think, uh, but man, I'll tell you what, I don't think they have any plans to do it. Uh, no. I really don't. The- I really don't. I, I feel so bad for it. Um, ladies, like, um, I'm trying to say, not saying girls, ladies. <laughs> ladies like Lomo. Lomo. Is it Lomo? Is that how you say her name? Yeah, yeah Lomo. Because yeah. she is, I think she's going to be terrific. But unfortunately, she's always going to be 5'1". Oh, totally. She's always going to be small. You saw her even tonight. Like, she looked like it was, I'm sure that's, at her, I'm sure she's fighting at her walking weight. I'm sure. Yeah, easily. Yeah. And Alicia's, Alicia Zapatella, you yeah. know, she's, she's got UFC caliber uh, wrestling skills and I think she'd do great, but she, I'm telling you, 4'11 is a stretch for that woman. <laughs> yeah, I, they're, I, they're being nice. Like, yes, because she fought, who was the, Viviani Pereira, who's also listed as 4'11 and Pereira was like, significantly taller than her um you know that's two two women that should be fighting at adam weight they're really fun fights though one of my favorite fights of 2019 was one of the last fights of the year i saw i I was lucky enough to be in japan and i got to see um soe ham soe ham fight um oh i forget her name uh, ayaka hamasaki hamasaki yeah yeah and that was the co-main event for the big rising new year's card and just to see these two ladies just beat the crap out of each other yeah. for a full title fight and like to see i think there was like forty thousand people there just go nuts for that fight and the pace is and crazy the pace, and the yeah, scrambles just, are ugh. crazy and, and, yes. girls, and I, 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 don't, I don't they pop too they can they'll, they'll yeah, they can, they can pop sure. too so uh, as far as as far as Jin Yu fry goes oh yeah Jin. man there's something there's just something holding her back man like she just like even in the K Hansen fight, like the first round in the K Hansen fight, like she was throwing smoke, she was throwing hammers. Yeah. And then like for, after that first round, she just stopped. And then in this fight, she, it first round again, like she got a little aggressive. Then Loma started opening up. Like once they started clinching up, and she felt those elbows and felt those knees, everything changed. Like Jin just could not get Jin. You just could not get going. There's yeah. something. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's just the ufc stage or whatnot but she's got pop she can turn fights around with one shot very quickly but just something after that first round when she starts to get in any sort of trouble yeah it just turns off i don't get it she's and she's so well-rounded too i mean she really can she's it's confusing it's hard to (laughs) it's hard to pick a hole in her game but i think you just kind of said it where like maybe and maybe we didn't see it as much in invicta at a slightly 
small, you know, at her normal weight class where she's not maybe meeting as much adversity and where potentially a slight step down in ability, although I would argue that maybe not, um, I think that, yeah, I think you may have stumbled on the hole in her game. If there is one is maybe just a mental block for her kind of going out there and saying, fuck it, sorry. And, (laughs) and letting her hands fly and just, and being a little bit more, um, animalistic and not so she's, she's very even keeled and cerebral Mm -hmm. in life in general. Every time you talk to her, she's just very like this. And it's almost like, I know that she's got a fire inside her. You can see it, but it's like, she's got to let it out, you know? Yeah. I feel like she's one of those fighters that, um, it sounds bad, but she's too smart to be fighting because <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like she's, yeah. she's just thinking out she's there. Overly calculated. Yeah. She just, it's yeah. like, just, just go nuts. Just, yeah. just have, have a blast. What you're going to lose a decision and be bummed out or you're going to get knocked out and be bummed out. Yeah. Either exactly. way you're going to be bummed. So just go out. I don't know. Just yeah. Be yeah. more Julia Avila. Like, be more Julia Avila. Yeah. Yes. Do that for, like, your next fight. Just just do her and just start yeah. winging things and, and just hammering. And, like, I, I, and like I, I, don't know if, I don't know if you've ever seen Jen train or talk to people about her. I mean, mm-hmm. I've, 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 I've know people have gone watch her train. Like, she is just an animal in the gym, yeah. on the mats. And, yeah. But then, yeah, just I want to – I, I want to – I want to kind of even call her a bit of a Tyron Woodley light in a sense Mm -hmm. that you just know there's this fighter in there, but maybe just, I don't want to say they're past the athletic prime because actually Jen's in her, I think she's 35, 36, something like that. Mm -hmm. Maybe just mentally, the mental part, the prime mentally, like as far as this is what I want to do, just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I'm bummed. I was bummed. I I, I expected more from Jen tonight. Uh, I thought I thought yeah. this was a great fight for her to win because I thought she was going. She's finally fighting an atom weight. Another you know? striker. Yeah, another atom stri- weight striker. Yeah, yeah. striker. So she, it wasn't going to be a size thing or anything. And full mm-hmm. camp and um yeah, bummer. It is. Yeah. A problem. But man, but Loma looked great. <laughs> Loma looked great. And that that woman, holy moly. I mean, when you start fighting full on, like full on fights at the age of seven, <laughs> that's what you turn into, and that is incredible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those little those elbows inside, I was like, oh, this looks. I can't remember who she was fighting, but again, it was an Invicta fight. It was, I think, it was her first Invicta fight, and she flying teep kicked the other chick like across <laughs> the octagon, and I just was like, I immediately I texted. Oh, Shane, it'll kill me for saying this, but I texted Mick. I was like, if you're not watching Invicta right now, you should be because this chick is on fire. Actually, you know what I think I was doing? I texted him. I was like, this is why you guys should have atom weights because this fight is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, Sanko, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> yeah, anything else, Casey? Nah, we've been, we've, we've been, we've been jibby-jabbing for 50, minute, 50 minutes over now. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, all right. I think we're good on the questions. All right. Well, next week, guess what? There's another fight card. Uh, Marlon Marais versus Corey Sanhagen, the main event. That is going to be a banger. Edson Barboza versus Makwan Amerikani is the co-main event. Ben Rothwell, Marcin Tybora, Marcus Perez versus uh, Dreykus Duplessis. Uh, Tom Espinal versus Alan Bodo. I mean, Yusuf Zalal's back, looking to make it 4-0 in 2020. That guy's a savage. 
for poor Brandon Royval still on Fight Island, waiting to corner Yusuf Salal. <laughs> and Alex Hernandez as well. Alex Hernandez, 2-0 and as a corner yeah. as, as on Fight Island so far. Impa Kasaganai is back against Joaquin Buckley. Holy moly, that is going to be fun. Uh, Rodrigo Nazimento, Chris Dacus, Ali Alcasey versus Tony Kelly. That is fight night written all over it. Giga Chikadze versus Omar Morales. That's a good one. Tracy Cortez versus Stephanie Egger. And then Ooh. Bruno Silva versus Tagir Yulan Bekoff. That's low-key that low a really good card. Yeah. Exciting fights. I like that. It's before, all good stuff. Before we leave, I want to go back. One more quick question. It's a yes, it's a yes and no answer. It's a yes and no answer. You don't have to get too deep on this. Okay. If the UFC did make an atomweight division, will Sanko come back to MMA? Ooh. If it happened in the next year or two, <laughs> I could, I could, I think I could, I could see that happening. I've been up in my training lately, not like not to the point where I'd feel comfortable taking a fight right now, but I do. I get, I get the itch. Yeah, I man. get the itch real bad, and I'm. It's either ringworm or it's the desire to fight. Sometimes I have to figure out which one it is, but <laughs> I'm itchy. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Why not both? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know limit yourself, Lorisenko. Don't limit yourself. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can have it all. Have it all. <laughs> I can have ringworm and fight. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Jack of all trades. How about that? Laura, thank you very much. I know this is way past your bedtime. It is. I appreciate you doing this. Anything you want to get off your chest and let folks know about before we let you go I to sleep? To, I have to give credit Phil Rowe, who sends me these hats that I wear nonstop, is like, dude, will you please just at some point give a slight shout out to the fact that that's my hat? I was like, yes, I need to start doing that because I literally, I wear, I have them in like seven different colors and I wear these hats all the time. This is Phil Rowe's hat. He won a contender series. He is going to be making his UFC debut any minute now. He keeps having fights fall through for a variety of reasons, but he's a heck of a fighter uh, out of Florida. I can't wait to watch him fight. And thank you for the hats, Phil. Thank you. I am a big Phil Rowe mark. I like Phil Rowe a lot. I'm yeah. excited for that debut when it actually happens. But I yeah, know. he's had things fall out. He's oh. had short notice fights not happen. He's been injured. It's just craziness. Just absolute craziness. But I, I knew that was a Phil Rowe hat. So <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say that. Yes. Yes. I'm friends yeah. with him on Facebook. So I see him advertising those hats all the time. So. Yeah. Tell him I finally came through on your show. <laughs> there you go. I'll let him know. I'll hit him up on Instagram and be like, see, we, we plugged your hat. So, And then just go follow Phil on Instagram if you want to buy a, a Philly Fresh hat. So, yeah, Casey, any follow. final thoughts? No. Any final thoughts on tonight? Um, no. Um, fun fights uh, and um, weird fights, weird placement of fights. But I'm happy we're here. Got to, got, to, got to see Phil Rowe's hat tonight. That was a that was a big that was a big that was a big highlight of the night. So um, yeah, get a Phil Rowe hat. And I'll leave you with this: <laughs> the three things you learned tonight: open scoring needs Adam a, a boost to Adam make it more entertaining. Yeah, need Adam Waits. Adam and Waits. if we do do Adam Waits, Laura Sanko may return to I'm the cage. Flex like a lean back. Yeah, go. She's flexing. We flexing. Right, so. we, all, we all flexing now. <laughs> I mean, uh, through this sweatshirt, I'm sure you can see. Oh yeah, yeah. I am right now. I see it. Look yeah. at that. I'll just pop it up a little bit. I got the ring card boy yeah, physique. Yeah, push it up, so don't worry about me. <laughs> don't worry about me. I got a ring card boy here. I know. What? What a 
this thing has taken so many different turns. So, uh, well, thank you all for watching and or listening. If you caught us live, we appreciate it. If you're watching or listening after the fact, we appreciate that as well. For Laura Sanko, for E. Casey Lydon, I am Mike Hack. UFC Fight Island 4 is in the books. Good night, everybody. <laughs>